0: by showing you, actually, the latest satellite no, picture Slow uh, be so so well.
1: news, beyond the headline.
0: Now, it's time to take a deeper look at a global issue that is underreported but you should know about. Tonight we travel to the Philippines to report on President Rodrigo Duterte's drug war. Ramon Royan Doyan and Mario Braga join me tonight to explore the underreported aspects of this controversial issue. Mario, for starters, what's the drug war all about?
2: see, one of Duterte's main campaign promises was to fight crime and corruption in the country. The way proposed was to eliminate drug dealing by killing both users and dealers. He actually said that 100,000 Filipinos would die in his crackdown and their corpses would fatten fishes of Manila Bay located inside the Philippine capital. This is one of his main policies since taking office in June 2016. You destroy my country, I'll kill you. And it's a legitimate uh, thing. If you destroy our young children, I will kill you. That
0: is a very correct statement. So, Ramon, how many Filipinos have been killed so far?
1: Well, according to government figures, 5,000 Filipinos have been killed by police alone during his first 10 months in office. News organizations, are, however, are reporting different numbers because they also included vigilante killings. So the running total now could be as high as 7,000 as of April 2017. It's the most recent data available. So the current death toll must be even higher because operations intensified in the past six months, which are not accounted in the statistics.
0: How does the police find targets for the anti-drug operations? Well,
2: Sisi, first they draw up lists of suspected drug users and dealers within neighborhoods. These lists are then sent to community leaders. They are pressured to endorse and include even more names. In recent months, the government also decided to streamline the process and now citizens can snitch on drug suspects in their neighborhood and these people become targets without any prior investigation.
0: And then, what happens? Normally,
2: three things could happen. These people could be targeted by a police operation and end up dead, be murdered by vigilantes, or, to avoid these risks, turn themselves in. And this has happened a lot. According to the government, 1,200,000 Filipinos have surrendered, as they say, as of May this year, by signing a waiver
0: committing
1: to quit drugs.
0: What is the profile of those targeted in this war on drugs? Who are these people who have been killed?
1: Well, says they're mostly meth users, male, and very poor, earning less than a dollar a day. Normally, their bodies are found on sidewalks or bridges, heads wrapped in packing tape, hands bound in rope, and left with cardboard signs admitting a history of drug abuse. In police operations, however, their bodies are left in the open to serve as a warning to others. These scenes of desperate families crying over dead bodies have become common in the Philippines since the start of the drug war. Oh no, that's your son.
2: Duterte's war on drugs caught the attention of several human rights groups. One of the controversies is that most of these killings are considered extrajudicial in nature. In other words, the police is judge, jury, and executioner. Activists warn that Duterte might be committing crimes against humanity. The Guardian reported that relatives of two victims filed a case in the Philippines' Supreme Court last month calling for the drug war to be declared illegal. They compared it to the Holocaust in Nazi Germany. As alarming as it sounds, this doesn't seem to bother President Duterte because he himself has made this very same analogy before when talking about drug users. This is what he told Al Jazeera.
3: Hitler massacred 3 million Jews. There is 3 million drug addicts. I'd be happy to
0: slaughter him. It is indeed controversial. But what do Filipinos think about this?
1: President Duterte's drug war is still wildly popular, despite international condemnation. According to an inter- independent research agency, 73% of respondents in a recent poll believed that extrajudicial killings are taking place. Even then, 88% gave the thumbs up for the drug war. On the other hand, only a staggering 2% did not support Duterte's campaign. Same level of support remains the same regardless where the respondents live or their economic class.
0: What explains the high level of support?
1: Well, the majority of Filipinos still believe that President Duterte is poised to deliver on his campaign promise. According to local survey director, seven in ten Filipinos believe that the drug war indeed reduced the number of drug users in their neighborhoods. To understand this further, Mario sat with Liana Barcia, a Mundus journalism student who comes from the capital of the Philippines, Manila. Let's listen to what she has to say.
2: So, Liana, why do you think President Duterte started this drug war in the first place?
3: Well, I think Duterte is like, he's the classic textbook penal populist. Um, have chosen like a specific uh, issue, which is crime, and use that to uh, turn public opinion away from academic elites and policymakers. And crime is something everybody can understand. You know, you talk about murders, rape, um, anyone with any educational level can understand that it was a great way to get him to win as president of the Philippines.
2: But do you think the crime situation in the Philippines was as bad as he depicts?
3: No. Well, I, I don't think that the drug problem was as bad as he depicted. He, I think, he said that there was three. There were three million drug use addicts. But his, um, his definition of drug addiction is very like it's debated because people who aren't like what we what you would usually consider addicts people who may be used users once or twice he would consider them addicts i think it is blown out of proportion
2: and the drug war has been very controversial we have human rights groups claiming Mm -hmm. he's committing crimes against humanity, violating human rights, but we see from polls that the level of approval is pretty high, above 70-80%. Mm-hmm. Why? How can this be explained?
3: Well, yeah, you know, that's something that also like really confuses me. Maybe uh, the criticism of the drug war is based also on social class. A lot of it comes from... On, it comes from online, you know, like there's this uh, echo chamber of the 30 supporters, but there's also this um, opposition that you hear a lot of online. You know, for every critic, there's 10 bloggers who, who are trying to, you know, um, tilt the balance in favor of the drug war. But so maybe the polls do show like uh, he has high levels of support from the masses. But then I think recently there was a slight drop, because uh, recently a lot of the killings have been young um, young men or who are urban poor. So maybe it's maybe more people are realizing the, the the sort of the demographic of the victims of this drug war aren't really you know rich drug lords. It's it's um, urban poor people who might be involved in the drug war, like in the fringes.
2: And Duterte's term is supposed to end only in on, on 2022, 20, yes. right? six years mm-hmm. of term. How do you imagine the Philippines until the end of his term?
3: Well, right now it, it's a very polarized situation really. Um, I mean, in, in the Philippines, there was always... we have more than two parties. So, But then there was always... it, it always was like an administration-opposition thing. Once a power... once a president was already in power. But then it's never been this polarized in the sense that it's not anymore really become about being an administration and opposition lawmaker or supporter. It's more of becoming a Duterte. So it, people don't really pay attention to other issues like economy, um, health, or. Poverty, agrarian reform. Because these were things that the opposition and administration used to be at odds over or debate about. But now it's really become just about this drug war. And um, it, bec- it seems to become more polarized as time passes.
2: What about the Filipino society? What do you think are going to be the effects of the drug war in the long run?
3: The drug war is going to have really huge effects for Philippine society that will last you know, decades, maybe even more. But, um, you know, the Philippines has always been a democracy and we've always been proud of that. We also have relatively um, free press, you know. We have independent newspapers and media and things like that. But Duterte is, um, well, he's attacking the free press. He's calling them his enemies. He's, he's, he has even, I think, uh, openly said that he was going to kill uh, activists or who you know critics so and that includes many journalists so you know Duterte's policies are really undermining the democracy or the democratic character that, uh, that Philippine society has enjoyed for so long and it's also has going to have an effect on institutions so and, and when you do this over the span of six years you know, that can really undermine norms, institutions, and uh, just the culture.
2: We just listened to Liana Barcia giving
0: a local perspective on the Filipino drug war. Thank you very much, Mario and Ramon. Slow News will be back next week shedding light on a global issue that is not widely covered by the media, but you should know about. Planeta. Cáucup. Xinchou. Planeta. Sayara. Pianeta. Sayara. Planet. Planet Mundus, the word in Arhus.